welcome back to Noah's Window. Today we're going to pick up really where we left off yesterday in Deuteronomy chapter 30, and this is still Moses talking. In verse 19, he says, Today I have given you the choice between life and death, between blessings and curses. Now I call on heaven and earth to witness the choice you make. Oh, that you would choose life so that you and your descendants might live. You can make this choice by loving the Lord your God, obeying Him, and committing yourself firmly to Him. This is the key to your life. And if you love and obey the Lord, you will live long in the land the Lord swore to give your ancestors, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And of course, this is a very famous passage mm -hmm. and an important one. Well, this is Moses' last <clears throat> sermon, per se, to his people. And when you read on a little bit, you'll see that Moses at this point was 120. And he said to the to these people he's talking to, I'm no longer able to lead you. So physically, he's to the place where even though the Bible will later say that he still was in relatively good health for his age, he had just reached the place either because of his age or because of God saying, that's it, now it's mm -hmm. time for Joshua. Moses was like, I'm out of time, but I want to leave something with you. I think, uh, I know what stands out to you also stands out to me. It's Moses' statement. Oh, oh, that you, that you would choose life. life. Yeah. That's an exclamation. That, mm -hmm. that just sort of like comes deep from within the emotion. I, I can't help but think about uh, how that Moses realized the great pain of 40 years in the wilderness because mm. the people didn't make the right yeah, choice. Right. And, you know, the as we saw in, in a few weeks ago in Noah's window, God had said to them, the older generation, everybody over 20, is going to wander the wilderness and then die off. Well, you have to punch a lot of holes in the desert to bury that many people. Mm, yes. Moses had been to a lot of funerals. Mm. I mean, he, he'd, been, he'd, he'd heard a lot of crying, and he knew the pain of choosing against God. And you just see him reach out to these young adults and plead with them, mm. oh, that you would choose life. And I think everybody who loves somebody who's on the wrong path, they feel that same mm. spirit. You know, if you have a child or maybe a grown child that's just not walking with God. You know, you just have that feeling that rises up mm -hmm. within you that says, oh, that you would make the right choice. You know, or if you love someone who's not saved, oh, that you would be saved. And uh, that's, what I, that's what I hear when mm -hmm. I hear Moses saying that. I think it's a big, it jumps out at me that this is the key. This is the key to your life. Yeah. If somebody came to you and said, I have the key to your life. And yeah. this is it. And it just, we, we've been this, we've been here all week long. It comes back to the heart. I don't mean the pump inside our chest. Mm -hmm. The heart here is the mind, emotions, and will. And mm -hmm. primarily that last one. It is what we choose. I mean, here's the thing. You know, when, when I accepted Jesus Christ as my Savior, my brain didn't have all the answers. That was a lot of years ago, and it still doesn't have all the answers. <laughs> There are a whole lot of things. I mean, I, I serve a God that is invisible to me, that I never hear speak out loud. I serve a God that I never get to sit down and have a conversation where he talks back to me. But yet there are so many things that I do see about God. And I know what it's like to interact with him. But at the end of the day, I chose, and I, I'm not going to lie about this, I chose to believe in right. Jesus Christ. Right. No one's ever going to have all the evidence they need for any worldview. I mean, a person could say, well, I'm going to be an atheist, and I don't, you know, since I can't prove God, I'm going to be an atheist. Well, you can't prove he doesn't exist either. Right. You know? uh, we all have to go with what's probable, and, and I do believe that, and I'm off on a tangent here, I really do believe, though, that the Holy Spirit 
does open our hearts to believe, you know, that. But, but at the end of the day, it's still a choice. And, and you're right. Moses said this is the key. The key is not being smarter than the people around you. The key is not doing more. The key is your heart, your will, and your emotions being turned over to God's plan. And, and very often, you know, faith is found in unlikely people because my mind just went to some of the encounters that Jesus had with very unlikely people and how Jesus uh, commended their faith. Yeah. Um, so it is a choice, and we do have that choice. God has given us that choice. I'm reminded of the scripture, I believe it's in Revelation, where the, the Bible tells us that the Lord's knocking at our, He's knocking at the door, yeah. waiting to see if we'll let Him in. Yeah. And he, and he says, if anybody will open the right. door, you know, yeah. and, and that means you or me or I mean, because, again, it do, doesn't come down to, well, if you haven't sinned more than, <laughs> right. you know, if you haven't sinned more than, uh, you know, particular threshold, then I'll come in. He could have said that and we mm -hmm. might expect him to say that, you know, he doesn't say, well, if you've performed all these wonderful works for me, then I'll come in. He said, if anyone will open the door, I'll come in. Just choose him, to choose, believe yeah. in him and choose him. It is a him. choice. And, and, and as Mark said, just hand our life over to him. Um, and You know, as a, as a pastor and preacher, I mean, I'm always in the Word, always trying to learn what God has to say, but also getting ready to present God's Word to people as, as a Bible teacher and preacher. I've always been amazed at how many times it was two, two choices. You know, there's Cain and Abel. There's inside the ark and outside yeah. the ark, you right. know. I mean, you could just go throughout the Bible and or two thieves on either side of Jesus. Mm -hmm. There is there is this choice presented mm -hmm. time and time and time again. And Moses is saying to these young adults, please, please mm -hmm. make the right choice. Mm -hmm. And God has enabled us to be able to do that, I to guess. make the right choice. So um, I, I hope that that is in encouraging to your heart today. And that we all, even today, you know, uh, sometimes we have to make choices a day at a time. You know, yeah, renew that choice. I, I thank you. I thought I was thinking that very identical thought. Oh, if it's the Holy Spirit, or we've just <laughs> been married for so many years. But I, I think, you know, for all of us, and you may be watching on Noah's Wind, and you have a choice. I will just tell you this: that choosing in the will of God may not always have easy consequences. Mm -hmm. But I do know this. When I've made my choice and I know I'm doing the right thing, even though I may be sailing into some tough consequences for, you know, living in a broken world and choosing for God, I know there's a peace that comes over me that says, I know this is right. I know this is mm -hmm. right. And may have some may have some choppy water coming, but I never have to wonder, did I do the right thing or not? And in being on that pathway where we are with God, knowing His presence with us as we're going into those choppy waters. Oh, yes. That's everything. That's everything. So He's with us when we're making this choice. And in fact, in a way, that is what we're choosing. We're choosing to be with Him and Him with us. And who wouldn't want to choose yeah. to have the Son of God to be present with them and, and live our life with us and guide us in our life? So I hope that's your choice um, as you're uh, in our audience today. And as we bring this to a close, any, any final thoughts you want to share before we close in prayer? You know, there's a, a, a line from one of the greatest hymns that we still sing at New Spring. And, it, and the line speaks about our own nature. It says, prone to wander, oh, Lord, Lord, I, I feel, feel it. it. Yes. And I think that's something that we all have to be honest with ourselves. Our mm -hmm. hearts are prone to wander away from God. You know, we will not 
stay close to God unless we're intentional about it. It won't happen by accident. We have to every day recognize this heart is prone to wander. It, it, it is, it is, it's the natural inclination of our hearts to ease away from God. We have to determine that's not gonna happen with us. We're gonna stay in God's will and God's word and do choose, the, choose what God has told us to do. Mm, that's wonderful. Well, would you lead us in prayer I will. today? Father, thank you for the opportunity to get together with our next door neighbors in spirit and our brothers and sisters in Christ and open your word. And isn't it wonderful, Lord, that we can open your word even to an old book like Deuteronomy and your spirit speaks to us in 2022 and says things about our life today. That is the majesty of your word. And we're so thankful, Lord, that somebody brought it to us. Help us to take it to somebody today. And then, Lord, I pray for all of us that we will determine that we're going to choose from our heart to obey you. And we do pray for those we love who are making unhealthy choices. Oh, God, open the door so that we might be able to minister to them or maybe bring somebody to them that maybe we're a country away or a nation away or a world away from somebody that we love who's not walking with you. Bring someone into their path today to encourage them to choose for you. We love you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Well, we're so thankful that you joined us today here on Noah's Window, and we'll look forward to seeing you here again tomorrow on Friday. And until then, take care and God bless. We'll see you soon.